Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon. And transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, this is a live broadcast. Friday, July 14th, 2023. Don't forget to check out our other podcast, The Omega Man Reloaded. You can find a direct link to that from my website. And I'm uploading typically, you know, three to four programs a day now. Uh, I did four for you yesterday. And these are remastered Omega Man shows that uh, start back at the very beginning and we're working our way forward. Man, there's some great shows in that archive. Every time I open it up, I don't know what I'm going to find. All kinds of surprises. Check it out. You're really going to enjoy it, and uh, I encourage you to uh, not only subscribe to the Podbean app there or any of those other locations that you want to uh, pick up the show from. There's about 12 right now. But uh, share it with a friend. Help us to get the word out about it. Don't forget also sign up for our Substack omegaman.substack.com that is my uh, mailing list slash blog slash way to communicate with you if other things go down like we had happen about a month ago with the underwater sea cables being cut here in uh, this part of the world Uh, I couldn't even get on my website for a while wasn't able to record a show anything and upload it so uh, I then remembered I had Substack and For those that were connected with me on that, I was able to communicate with you. So sign up for that if you'd like to. Go to OmegaManRadio.com for all those links. Okay. Well, let's continue. Coming up next, Joseph Ferrara. And we're going to dial now. Here we go. Hey, Shannon. Brother Joey, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing okay, brother. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, we're excited to be here with Brother Joseph Ferrara coming to you from Port St. Lucie, Florida. And uh, he's going to serve up some fresh bread of the Word of God. Um, how you been since last time, my friend? All right. Well, I'm glad to be here with you tonight. 
Brother Joseph, you want to open us in prayer? Sure, brother. Love to. Thank you, Lord, uh, for another opportunity uh, to preach the good news. And, Lord, uh, we're to proclaim it at the housetops. You said what you hear in your ear, proclaim it at the housetops. And, Lord, that was one of Pat Robinson's scriptures that you had spoken to him. And uh, you gave him a great ministry, Lord, by putting him on TV. And that's what uh, he used. That's what you used. And it was preached on the housetops. Today it's all over the world because of his obedience to your call to go on TV and preach the good news. He was just a young Christian man starting out and uh, didn't have anything, but he had Jesus, and that's all you need. And so we pray for the people today that they can hear the good news through this ministry that the Lord has called Pastor Shannon Davis to do. And uh, in his ministry, he has called preachers and teachers and whosoever to share the good news with whosoever will. And that's what the gospel is for. Whosoever will come. It's all nations. It's open to all nations. It is not prejudiced. It doesn't matter what color you are. Because God made you that way. It doesn't matter what language you are. Because God made you that way. If you read Psalm 139, that'll back up and confirm what I'm saying right now about how you were born. The Bible says in the book of Acts, in him we move and have our being. So God appointed you to be born in a certain place. And um, you follow the Holy Spirit like we're going to do right now. We call on you, Holy Spirit, uh, to pray. Because we can do absolutely nothing without you. Jesus Christ said... When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, then you will be my witnesses unto Judea, unto all Jerusalem, unto the uttermost parts of the earth. That's where the gospel is going today. And uh, it confirms it in the book of Psalms, right in the beginning of those scriptures, he said to ask me, and I will give you uh, people over the uttermost continents of the world, out in Africa, and the North Pole, the South Pole, all these places that have people will hear the good news. And we cherish the good news because it's able to save our soul. That's why Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, because it is the power of God to save the Jews and the Gentiles, all peoples, because it has power in it. It's not just the dead letter of the word. It has power. The Holy Spirit is the teacher. He's the one that anoints. So I pray now that he anoints this ministry for this hour and everybody that's uh, connected with us right now, all the prayer warriors, all the people right now that are tuning in and praying with us and are in unity, the Bible says, where two or more are gathered in my name. And you can also go to the next scripture, and it says, If two of you shall agree on anything in my name, I will do it. And it's God's will for you to get saved. It's God's will for you to get healed. And that is the good news. That is the gospel. And you don't have to be under the domain of Satan and the kingdom of darkness anymore. Anymore, because you come to the kingdom of light, the kingdom of God, through the king of kings. You will meet today in the spirit if you receive him 
as your personal Lord and Savior. I pray that prayer wherever this message goes. I ask God to anoint this uh, ministry today, his word, and by the Holy Spirit. That those people that ask God for healing and deliverance will be granted to them. As I agree with them and others agree with them by faith that God is there according to his word. And God says the prayer of agreement will save those that are sick. Save those when you ask for those that need deliverance. So we do agree today. And we agree with the people that want it. We know that God's got it and we want it. And we pray for that anointing as this word goes out today that you are able to pray for what you need. And I believe by faith, if it's God's will, you will receive it. You will receive what God grants unto you today whether it be salvation, whether it be healing or deliverance. God never sleeps or God never slumbers. God is never too busy for you. God says in his word that his ear is not too heavy, that he cannot hear your prayer. And God says that his arm is not too short that he can reach out by his mighty right arm of power, the almighty God, and touch you today. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. But you got to change your ways. you got to repent and turn to God. Turn from your wicked ways. Turn from sin that's destroying you and making you a captive, but... God wants to heal you and deliver you today and set you free, give you a new life. That's right. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. Everything becomes new. We ask for God's blessing today on the afflicted orphans. They're already afflicted because they have no father. Their father and mother have given them up. Maybe not for good, but they've given them up, and right now they're in an orphanage somewhere. We pray for them today that you touch their hearts, Father. And I know that you are a father to them. And it gives you great pleasure that we bring that to your remembrance, because that's your heart. That's your heart, orphans, and you're the father. We bring them to you. You hear their cry. Every man needs a father. Every boy needs a father. Every girl needs a father. Their daddy's girl. And we pray also for the widows in the church that you look down upon them today and bring them to you and take care of them. In Jesus' name, I pray that you just continue to bless this ministry Omega Man, that you continue to bless the pastor of Omega Man and his wife and children, that you continue to bless them and meet all their needs according to your riches and glory in Jesus Christ. We pray for a mighty outpouring from the satellite today that you will mightily anoint that satellite to go into all the world as we preach the gospel, as we work with God, as we are co-workers with him, I pray the prayer of deliverance. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. Jesus first loved you. Jesus will come to you. Because he's the good shepherd. And he knows where you are. He knows your address. 
He knows exactly what state you're in today. And he's coming to you by his word and by the Holy Spirit. He loves us first. That's why we love him so much, because he came to us in our state of darkness and uh, bad depression and bondage to sin and substances that have us bound. He wants to break those chains today. Break them. And set you free from that bondage. And set you free from those feathers that bind you today. And tie you up. And that you cannot be free. Well, I'm telling you, the anointing destroys the yoke. In the book of Isaiah, it says the anointing of God destroys the yoke. Lord, I agree with you and your word and your spirit that you break the yokes. You break the bondages. You break the chains on people today that are bound, that are afflicted, that are addicted, Lord. It's in their bloodstream to drugs, to alcohol, Father God, and every other substance abuse, fentanyl, Lord. That's killing people. Father, I pray that you set them free, Father God, in the name of Jesus. That you set the orphans free. That you set the children free today that are being abused by people in this country, the United States of America, that are abusing children, Father. Soon as they come in the in the country and people in Washington, D.C. know it, Lord, and uh, they're being abused, and you don't like it, Lord. You said to cry out for those and help those that are afflicted. Well, we cry out for them today and pray the prayer of deliverance for them. Deliverance to those that are bound by the bottle, that they have to have a drink, that their nerves are shot. The nerves are shot from the substance of alcohol. Set them free today. Set the captive free. Lord, let them hear that today, that they can be free. Because many don't believe that it can happen, Lord. Many don't believe, but you can do it if they just believe in you and ask you, Lord, to do it for a sovereign move of God because of their need of being destroyed by the sin nature that we all have and are born with because of the disobedience of our parents, Father God. Adam and Eve, it falls on everybody, but you have mercy on those that love you, you said, Father. Have mercy today on the captives. That's what you came for. Luke chapter 4.18 says that you came for the captives. You came to set them free. Hallelujah. Today we look at Mark chapter 7. In Jesus' name we pray. We ask all these in Jesus' name, Father. We pray to you in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you are stirred. You are stirred today in your mighty power. That you are stirred, Jesus Christ, in your mighty power. That you are stirred, Holy Ghost, in your power to move today on your word. Your word is honorable. It is your word, and you back it up with the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross. You said it, and you did it. You said it, and you did it. You said you were going to rise up from the dead, and you did it. And you died on the cross for everybody's sins. You did what you said you were going to do. And that's the only thing that can save people. Does everybody hear that out there today? That is the only way. There is no other way. There is no other religion. There is no other practices. There is no other ceremonies that can save your soul. 
You're going to die, but you're going to live for eternity, and these things cannot save you. They don't have no power with God the Father. They don't have no power. It is man that has done these things. That is man that has invented these religions, not God. God's way is Jesus Christ. That's why he went to the cross and paid the debt of every lost person on the earth. And he said, it is finished. He did it. He came down from heaven. He was always in heaven. Only God knows how long they were there before. Jesus broke into the earth, into the atmosphere of the globe, and set his feet on this earth. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. And they came to see him. Wise men came to see him and gave him gifts. Because he was God. He was God. He was the king. The king of all kings that is born. And they came and honored him and they worshipped him. And he gave gifts to man. He was a giver. His father was a giver. His father gave his son to us. That is the greatest gift that you can have, my friend. God wants to bless you by his grace with the greatest gift that you can have. You don't have to wait till Christmas. You don't have to wait till your birthday. God wants to give you the greatest gift today that you can have, and that is his son. That is the only thing that he honors, that man presents to him for salvation. No. God says no. The only thing that I honor is the blood of my son. The blood of my son, Jesus, that loved you so much and gave his body for you gave it all and paid for your sins and he died and suffered at the hands of sinners he was degraded by sinners he was spit upon they tore out his beard they whipped his back Till his flesh hung off his body. There was so much blood. It took days to clean it up. There was so much blood. When they took him from the whipping post. And told him to pick up a cross and carry it. Down the Via Dolorosa. The road of suffering. Climb up that hill. Nailed him to the old rugged cross. Men of our times have made beautiful pictures of the old rugged cross, but there was only one thing that was beautiful about it. It was Jesus hung up on that cross with all his shed blood that they don't show in their pictures. And his head, his head, was double in size, and you could not recognize him. They don't make pictures like that, but that's what the Word of God says. It was the worst thing that ever happened to man. He endured it because of his love for us. And he knew that you were going to come someday to him. And that gave him joy. That gave him joy. Let me tell you something, my friend. You that are on substance, you might have joy from that substance. That may make you joyful for a time. But when you have the joy of the Lord, it is the greatest experience in life. 
and it comes from God. You can't get it from a drug dealer. You can't get it in a candy store. You can't get it in a drug store. You can't get it in a supermarket. No. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. Says John the Baptist. As he preached the word. His ministry was to lift up Jesus, the Messiah, has come. And he did it. I'm looking now to Mark chapter 7 in your Bibles. Maybe you have, don't have a Bible. Maybe you never had a Bible. Maybe you never read the Bible. Well, you can listen now. I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you, all you that never had that. Now is your day. Now is your time. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preach to you a section in the Bible called Mark chapter 7 when uh, Jesus was dealing with religious people. Religious is something that you do all the time. See, I am religious because most of the time I brush my teeth. That's being religious. I constantly brush my teeth. Not all the time like I should, but I constantly have to brush my teeth. That's religion. Something that you do over and over and over again. And people are under the mindsets that that's what pleases God. To say the same prayer over and over and over again. Now there are certain times in prayer when you keep knocking for what you want from God. You're travailing in prayer. You're persevering in prayer for whatever is on your heart to pray for. You keep knocking on the door, it says. You keep knocking. But Jesus said not to pray repetitious prayers. Over and over the same prayer. You have to understand that God is a person. And God is a spirit. But he's a person. And he, he hears our prayers. The word of God says that the prayers and the sayings of the people have made God miserable. That's what it says in the word. Your many words have made me miserable, brought misery to me. Because God hears your cry, God hears your prayers. That's called, don't get the wrong idea now, that's called Repetitious prayers. That's an example of religion. That's what people do. And they've made many gods on this earth. All the way back to the days of Abraham. And before that, there were many gods that people worshipped. But there's only one true God. There is only one true God. Jesus came in Mark chapter 7. And when they come from the market, except they wash, they eat not. And many other things there be which they have received to hold, as the washing of cups and pots, brazen vessels, and of tables. This is what they do. Now, it's, it's a, a good hygiene to wash your hands before you eat, but it's not a sin if you don't do it. But they claim that it's a sin before God uh, if they're going to eat after touching cups, pots, raisin vessels, and of tables. This was one of their beliefs one of their teachings, one of their traditions. Then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, Why walk not thy disciples? 
according to the traditions of the elders, but eat bread with unwashing hands. He answered and said unto them, Well hath Isaiah prophesied of you, hypocrites, as it is written, this people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. You have a heart, and it's not the heart that pumps the blood in your body. Ba-boom. Ba-boom. Ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. It's not the heart that beeps the blood throughout your whole body. That heart is going to stop someday, and it's all over for you here on this planet. And you will go to someplace else. There's only two places you can go. I know other people that are religious say different, but there's only two places in the Bible, which is the Word of God, which every believer must uh, go by because the Word of God is from God. It came from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit breathed it upon man, and man wrote this book, and man put it together, and man uh, died for it. They gave their blood. That's why we have the Word of God today. Jesus said, for laying aside the commandments of God, you hold the traditions of men as the washing of pots and cups and many other such like things you do. And he said unto them, full well you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your own tradition. They rejected God's word to do their own laws and their own teachers. This is man that's doing this in those days. The Pharisees and the Sadducees. For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and who curses father or mother, let him die the death. But you say, if a man shall say to his father or mother, it is Corban, that is to say, a gift by whosoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. And you suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother, making the word of God of none effect to your tradition, which you have delivered, and many such like things do you. The traditions of men. Just like today, people say, once saved, always saved. Well, I don't agree with that, because the teachings of the Bible, there's too many scriptures in the Bible that don't agree with that. You have a will, and you can choose to go out and live a life of sin. Now, if you repent, God will restore you back into fellowship. 1 John 1, nine says, if you do sin, you break fellowship with God. So that means that we cannot live a continual life of sin. And knowing we're sinning. There's a difference between someone that's struggling with sin, being in bondage and wanting to be free, than a person that sins willingly and continues to do that sin and doesn't truly want to be free from that sin and repent and to live that lifestyle. No true Christian will live like that because you're making the grace of God of none effect in your life, and you're not living according to the grace of God. You're living according to your sin nature. Once saved, always saved. Well, God will just forgive. God will forgive you, but God knows your heart, and God will deal with you. And God will say to you, is this what you want, or you want me? This is not my way. 
and God will deal with you and show you you can't willingly live a life of sin and then come back to me and go to church and raise your hands and to me with blood on your hands. I do not accept that. And you have no repentance because I'm saved. That is not the right teaching and understanding of the Bible. That is not the right teaching about grace. God forbid it says if we have an attitude where we're going to be saved and just go out and sin willingly and God's going to forgive, don't worry about it. Well, it bothers me. Every day I search my heart. If my heart's not right with God and I've committed a sin, I go to God and ask God to forgive me and wash that sin away according to 1 John 1, 9. That is the power of the blood. But they made the word of God an unaffect because they taught what man made. Man made. And when he had called all the people unto him, he said unto them, Hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand. There is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him. But the things which come out of him, those are they that defile the man. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was entered into the house from the people, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. And he saith unto them, Are you so without understanding also? Do you not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entering into the man, it cannot defile men? Because it entereth not into his heart. Your heart is the real you. It's the center of your life. Everyone has a heart. It's not the heart that's pumping blood. It's the real you. It's the center of you. It's your will and the things that you do that are in you. Because it entereth not into his heart, but into the belly, goeth out into the drought, purging all meats. In other words, if you go out and have some food to eat, that's going to go through your, your body and into the place where the waste goes. And uh, you, uh, that is not going to make your heart unclean with sin. Because it's eating food. And they had laws, and they had certain laws, dietary laws, that if you eat this, then you're going to go, you're not going to please God, and you can't do that. That's a commandment against God. And God, Jesus, died on the cross, and everything that was nailed to the cross... He paid for by his blood. And now we're saved by grace. By grace, unmerited favor to the chiefest of sinners. And he said, that which cometh out of the man, that defile the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. That's what makes a man unclean. Jesus said in his word that you have made the word of God of none effect. Because you lay aside his commandments and you hold to the traditions of men. 
There are many people out there that are proclaiming things and teachings and laws and saying, if you do this, this is God, and they're false teachers, and they're leading people into hell. Jesus dealt with them, if you read Matthew chapter 23, which we do not have time because of this message. But Jesus said that you are deceivers and you lead people into hell and you won't go to heaven because you're leading people and making, their, making them disciples worse than you are of hell. And then he went on. And there's many woes on there. Woe, you Pharisees. Woe, you. If you do not repent and change your ways, that's where you're going to wind up. Hell. And there's many deceivers, many false prophets telling you a false gospel, a false hope, and the traditions of men. The traditions of men. They hold the tradition of the elders, the false teachers, the Pharisees. That's what they hold on to, and that's what they teach the people. And they teach them these false teachings, and you lead them astray. Lead them astray. Jesus said, making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which you have delivered, and many such like things do you. They took the power out of the word of God. Because Jesus said there is nothing from within a man that entering into him can defile him. But the things which come out of him, those are they that defile him. Do you hear what the Spirit of God is saying in his word? You can eat food and it's going to go through your body. But when you sin, it comes from the inward part of your heart. And that's what makes you unclean. You are unclean today if you have not been washed by the blood of Jesus. Because you're just like the whole human race. The whole human race is guilty before God because their hearts are from within. Out of their hearts proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications and murders, thefts and covetousness, wickedness and deceit and lasciviousness. That's all unclean sexual lusts and evil eye blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. That's called the sin nature. That's what makes us unclean. So if you have not come to the saving grace of Jesus Christ, if you have not been washed in his blood, then you are unclean. And if you die like that, you will be unclean unto God when he comes. Whether he comes back in the rapture of the church, which is the second coming of Jesus Christ, or whether he comes to you and uh, you pass away. The word of God says in the book of Revelation in the 22nd chapter, he that is unjust, let him be unjust still. Where is that? The 22nd chapter of Revelation in the 11th verse. 
And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. You see, that's the state that you die in. If you're a holy man or woman of God, you die in holiness. If you're a sinful man or woman, then you die in your sins. And there will be a resurrection of the righteous and a resurrection of the wicked. Everyone will stand and give account to God. There is no mercy to those that are at the white throne judgment. There is no give me a second chance to God. Pleading for your soul, well, God, I really didn't know that was the truth when I heard it. I gave excuses, God, because I didn't really believe. I didn't really believe that could happen. God told the people, the righteous, to preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Preach the word. Anytime you're called upon, whatever you find yourself in, preach the word. As you're called to preach, you got to preach the word. You got to preach righteousness. It's not going to help that person that stands before the judge of all the earth according to God's word. We have to go according to God's word. And we have to go according to the Holy Spirit. We have to rightly divide the word of truth. That's why we need apostles and prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers that teach the saints, rightly dividing the word of truth in love. God didn't come to condemn you. You think God stepped out of heaven, Jesus Christ, and came to the earth to condemn all of us? Where would we be? We wouldn't have a chance to go to heaven because we're all condemned. We condemn ourselves with our sins, Jesus said. You condemn yourself because you don't believe the word of God and you want your darkness rather than light. That's what Jesus said. Those are his words. Men love darkness more than they love the light. They don't want to humble themselves and and repent and be reproved of their sins and change and do it my way. That's where we all were when we got saved. We were on the course of this world, which was disobedience, the sin of witchcraft. But we got off the road to destruction when we heard the word. And we said, I want to be saved. I want to come to Jesus. I want to change. I don't want to do this no more. I'm sick and tired of my sins. If you're sick and tired today, Dave Wilkinson, a great man of God that God raised up, a preacher from Pennsylvania, a skinny preacher that used to dance in the spirit on the top of the pews, pastoring a small church in Pennsylvania, saw a picture on his TV about young teenagers in court in New York, in the Bronx, and murdering people, gang wars. And he had it sweet there. But he wasn't satisfied where he was. He had a hunger. And he was seeking God. And God met that hunger and sent him into the Bronx. And through all his preaching and laboring and working with people and pastors in the church 
and Spanish and American and all kinds of people in the ministry. He stood out one day and preached the gospel in the streets of the Bronx, one of the worst neighborhoods in New York. They would kill people right on the street. And Nicky Cruz got saved, radically saved. And he became an evangelist and went out throughout all the world and preached the gospel. And because of his testimony, because he was honest, because he told people the truth, the kind of a person he was, and what God changed and gave him a new heart, according to the word of God in Ezekiel chapter 18. You know what it says in Ezekiel chapter 18? Let us go right now. And this goes not only for Israel, but this goes for you too. It's in me. It's the same scripture. The same scripture. For you and for me. And God says in his word. God says in his word. How much does he love you? He calls on the watchman. He calls on those to proclaim his word. Ezekiel 18. What does it say? What does it say? 31. Ezekiel 18.31. Cast away from you all your transgressions, that means your sins, whereby you have transgressed and made you a new heart and a new spirit. For why will you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord God. Wherefore, turn yourselves and live. God has no pleasure in you dying and going to hell. It breaks his heart because he made you. He made you. And he wants you to come home to him. And I call upon you now to say a prayer from your heart and be sincere with God. And pray the sinner's prayer. As I say this prayer to help you, say this prayer from your heart, the best of your ability. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, and I know that I am a sinner. I know that I need mercy, and I'm sorry for my sins. I am so sorry. I ask that you forgive me. I repent. I turn from my sins and I turn to to you. Help me, O Lord, to overcome. Help me by your grace to overcome. I know that I'm not a good person. I know that I have sinned. I know that I cannot be saved by my works. I know that. I know that the only way I can be saved is through the cross of Jesus Christ, of what Jesus did for me. Have mercy on me, O Lord. Forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you came to this world, Jesus, 2,000 years ago. I believe it, and I believe that you died. I believe that you rose again from the dead. I believe that you're sitting on the right hand of the Father in heaven. I believe it. I believe it with my head and my mouth and my heart, and I say it. I say it, and I do it, and I stand before a righteous God. I stand before a humbly God, and I ask you right now, Jesus, to come into my heart and to be my personal Savior and to be my Lord. I ask for mercy. I ask that you wash me clean of all my sins. I repent now. I change my mind the way I'm living, and I come to you, and I do it your way. I do it your way, O Lord, because there's only one way you said. You said you were the way, you were the truth, and you were the life. And I want to go to heaven, O Lord. I want to go to heaven. I don't want to be separated from you for all eternity. I don't want to suffer and be tormented every second of my life in that place of fire and brimstone. And all the devil and all the demons and all the evil spirits, I don't want to be there. 
I don't want to be in that place they call hell. I don't want to be there. I want to be in heaven. I don't want to go there. Save me, O Lord. Save me. Save my soul that I will live for eternity with you. If you have said that prayer, you really mean it and sincere from your heart. God heard you. Now, according to this word, his word, that you said with your mouth, you made a confession from your heart, which is your mind. You made up your mind today to be saved. You don't want to be lost. Because the word of God is true. Let every man be a liar. The word of God is true. You're truly born again. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Now it's time for you to become a disciple of Christ. After you become a believer. After you believe, then you go to a church. Ask the Lord God to guide and lead you to a full gospel church where they're preaching the gospel from Genesis to Revelation. And you have a pastor or an apostle that is teaching and preaching the word with sound doctrine, separating the scriptures, rightly dividing the word of truth, comparing scripture with scripture. Be ye holy, for I am holy, saith the Lord, and God will make you that way. As he makes you holy through sanctification means that you're separated now unto God. You're a saint now. You're no longer a sinner. You're a saint in the eyes of God. Positionally, you're born again. You have eternal life, and you have to stay in that. You have to stay in your faith. You have to stay in your faith. If you drift, if you fall away in sin, repent and get right back to God right away. Don't let any man deceive you. Don't be like the dog that goes back into its own vomit. It's better off you never heard the word of God. Don't be like that. Be true and blue. Because God is true and blue to you. He is faithful and true. And he's mercy. His mercies are new every morning. I'm talking to somebody out there right now. That has a mind. A made up mind. That they're saying no to God. No, no, no. This is a heavy word to somebody out there that will not yield to the Holy Spirit. Because something happened in their life, they will not believe. Well, let me tell you, we're all human. And the Bible says, take heed lest you fall. That's what the word of God teaches. The most holy saint of God could fall into sin. That is the work of Satan. That would love to pull down a saint into the depths of sin. Maybe you have seen that in your life and that's what's stopping you to come to God. No one is perfect. Remember that. No one is perfect in the church. When you walk in the church, you make it unperfect. There is only one perfect and that is Jesus Christ. And that's why he's making us holy. He's getting out the spots. He's getting out the wrinkles. As we walk with our white robe on, God is working on his people. 
God does not condone sin. God has mercy on repentance. And that's the way we should live our life, that we hate what God hates and love what he loves, and he loves righteousness. God loves you. Don't let somebody else stop you from coming to God. God loves you. There's a cross that we preach, and we put our faith in the person that was on that cross, and his name is Jesus. He will never fail you. Jesus will never fail you. Jesus will help you through your whole life. Whatever you go through in life, he will be your friend. He will never leave you or forsake you. He'll be with you in what you call the worst times of your life. But the shepherd will be there with you. He'll carry you. He'll lift you up. He'll help you. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. That is the person that God said to come here and help us. I pray and I thank God for this service today. I ask that you bless it. I cover it by the blood of Jesus, that it is a holy word to people that want Jesus people that want to change, people that want to go to heaven, people that want Jesus. I pray over this word. I pray over people that are listening, Lord Jesus, that you move by your spirit and that you will heal them. Heal them of their sickness and disease. Deliver them, Lord. Baptize them with the Holy Ghost and fire. Bring revival, Lord, like in your word in Acts chapter 8, Lord, when Philip preached the anointed one, Lord, and many people came to Christ. Many people that were paralyzed were healed. Spirits came out of people. Spirits of fear came out. People were saved. The apostles came down and laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost and power. Pour it out, Lord, according to your word, Acts 2, 17 through 19. Pour out your spirit upon all flesh. Until next time, this is Pastor Joe and my wife, Joanne, that is such a blessing to me and such a help to me in this ministry and to Shannon Davis and his wife and family and all the workers that make this thing possible. We bless them. We ask God's richest blessing upon them. Until next time, this is Pastor Joe. Praise the Lord. Amen. Brother Joe, a, a powerful message today that you brought. What would you like to title it for the archive? The traditions of men will not save your soul. The traditions of men will not save your soul. Awesome. Okay, I got it. And I'm going to be posting this here in the next few hours. My friend, God richly bless you. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks, Shannon. Love you, brother. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Love you, too. Bye-bye. You can always count on Brother Joseph Ferrara to bring a powerful word. Well, welcome aboard. I want to thank Rich Keltner for introducing me to uh, Brother Joseph many years ago. And, um, man, I'm blessed every time he comes on. Well, welcome. We made it to Friday. And, uh, again, I want to uh, remind people, in addition to our live shows that we're doing here on the Omega Man channel, we have another channel called the Omega Man Reloaded where I'm uploading several restored audios every day. I uploaded four for you yesterday, including one from Peter Whiffen. We're trying to get new ones uh, up there every day for you, Monday through Friday, and you're going to be blessed. Um, We're fixing the volume level where we can, putting a title on them, and uh, re-releasing them. It's got its own channel, omegamanreloaded.podbean.com. Now, the link for that and also our main Omega Man channel are on our website, so familiarize yourself with that. 
by going to omegamanradio.com. If you don't remember anything else, just remember my website. If you get there, you can find direct links to um, all that um, we're connected with. I also put up uh, updates, like news flashes up there too, to direct you to uh, new platforms that we've added, etc. And then don't forget to sign up for our Substack page. Well, uh, we were going to have Tom Mack on tonight, but he is in the hospital uh, undergoing surgery. So we're asking you to continue to lift him up in prayer. I did communicate with him today on WhatsApp uh, via text, and he asked that everybody pray for him. So let's pray right now. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we lift up Brother Tom Mack to you. I'm asking God that you unloose your healing angels to go in and touch his body right now. Wherever there needs to be a healing, his spinal cord, his back, femur, legs, whatever, God. Touch it right now. Strengthen him and heal him, we pray right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Loose your ministering angels to him. Let him get his strength back so we can get him back on the show. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, amen. Okay, we're going to take a, a break here and uh, see where we go from here. Let me save this. I'll be right back. 